All right, welcome STC welcome. Fit Learning Podcast. Welcome back. Hopefully another high audio quality episode. I was very impressed with the audio quality, I must admit. Yeah, didn't get lean, any compliments though. And as you say that, you lean forwards right over the mic. So you get Sorry, I was just going to... I was just stretching. <laughs> uh, the worst thing that could happen is my neighbor at the moment has got the drop saw going. So hopefully he leaves that off for it. the next hour. No, it's not going yeah. at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, so food topic of the day. I tried a new cereal. Ooh. Yeah. I, I quite enjoyed it. What is it? It's called Wheat Bix Bites. Yeah. Are they the protein ones? No, I didn't get oh, the protein ones. Okay. Because they're like sorghum and shit. Yeah. Uh, all that gross I, I actually don't mind them okay i haven't heard anything good about them and like i, I have I only i actually eat them without milk and shit I just yeah eat them. like yeah i used to do that with heaps of cereal actually yeah um so i got the crunch honey yeah they're not good. bad no not they're bad good. yeah um so for the ear people i'll just open up the macros so per 100 grams nine grams of protein under two grams of fat um, and 75% carbohydrates. Mm. So pretty tidy. It's got um, what I might actually throw you under the bus with, because <laughs> I like to do that on the podcast. Just Dog. ask you questions and hope you know the answer. <laughs> so it's got um, obviously fortified into the cereal is iron and the B vitamins. Yep. So obviously there's different types of... Um, different types of what's the word I'm looking for? Like the way the makeup of a specific thing. So like you have to get a certain type of, do you have to get a certain type of B vitamins? Do you have to have a certain type of iron? Or it's just like, they are what they are. And if they're in there, they're good. Well, that is probably way outside of my scope of knowledge, right? Okay. Just, just thought I'd terms, test you. Just in terms of makeups of vitamins, Ben, and minerals. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is going neck level. So obviously uh, like magnesium is one that comes to mind. Like you have to get the right type of magnesium for it to be uh, in effective. terms of absorption rate. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, look again, I probably don't really know when it comes to like the, the types of B vitamins and stuff like, you know, whether said uh, food has X um, B vitamin in it, mm-hmm. but what I can say um, that is probably still quite valuable um, especially like for people who eat, you know, high protein diet, a little bit more red meat than say the average person and stuff is that it is actually, um, you would be surprised at just how much like excess, uh, like iron, for example, that you can get in your diet when you start to consume cereals and stuff that have these fortified nutrients in them. Yeah. Because uh, I fell victim to that uh, earlier in the year and I just was wondering why I was a little bit fatigued and, you know, I'd probably move, you know, for about three or four seconds, my face would go red raw. Yeah, and it was just because, um, yeah, I had an accumulation of too much iron in my body, and it, and it definitely was a, a combination of obviously me not ensuring that I get or eat certain things in the diet that combine to these excess irons and flush them out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it like phytogens, maybe? Anyway, um, so it's like, but you. Yeah. It's like berries and stuff, right? Phytogens. Um, yeah, I think they're in, in numerous amounts of foods, um, to be honest. And it's just that once you start consuming like a high carb diet and you look at these cereals and you're like, yep, yeah, cool. It's got like 75% carbs in them and stuff. But you don't look at like these other fortified nutrients that like they're just, they're just throwing them in there because they're like, you know, the average, let's just call them the avatar. 
Yeah. Um, like they're, you know, nutrient deficient. They don't get, you know, enough of whatever. But when we look at, you know, what we eat in our diet and what we're going to those cereals for, we're not going to them for, you know, dotting the I's and crossing the T's in terms of your vitamins and your minerals. Like we're going to them because they're really um, high in, in carbohydrates and not, not much else. Yeah. But you can see a, a huge accumulation in iron. And I think I had like, fuck man, like my ferritin level is like three times what it should be or some shit. Um, nice. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a good one. Like, it was like, <laughs> I haven't seen this in a long time. And I was like, yeah. well, you know, this is what I do. I'm going to so do if it, you, I'm gonna do it properly. If you cut yourself, it would come out like motor oil. Yeah. Yeah. So when I got that, um, <laughs> when I got the, uh, the platelets, the replacement therapy or whatever they call it, mm-hmm. PRP, when they took out, so once they draw a syringe out, usually they can get enough plasma from one kind of injection or two in two max, like when they draw the blood out of you yep. and they drew it out and then they looked at it and they're like, Oh fuck. And they're like, you're a bodybuilder, aren't you? And I was like, Oh, well, I try. <laughs> I don't know if I am, but I'm trying to be one. And um, they're just like, yeah, you can tell your blood's fucking thick ass. So they yeah. had to drain like two liters over like, I think it was two or three weeks. So I just went in there and yeah. bag of blood drained out and stuff. And, and I made some changes with my diet and my coach and stuff. And um, yeah, kind of crazy feels uh felt much better afterwards but you, you have no idea like i was wondering why I, like i was getting sleepy and shit mm. in the middle of the day and it was just yeah like just too my blood was like too thick and it's interesting because people would just assume that it's a, a lack of something yeah when well, i had too much of it not a surplus like you just like oh yeah. i feel like shit i wonder what what do i need to have yeah yeah and it's important why you need to get i guess like a blood panel done every now and then and it's funny, even like I asked my actual GP, like I said, I need to get these tests done. And he was a little bit resistant to get the homocysteine and the ferritin done. And he's just like, yeah. why would you want those? And I'm like, well, you know, X, yeah. Y, and Z. And then he was yeah. just like, oh, well, you, eat, you're, you have a healthy diet and you're healthy. So why would you need to look at your inflammation? And he's like, you know, if you don't have this, this and that, like your ferritin would be fine. And then, yeah, it happened. they both happened to be fucking sky high at the time. It's amazing how like you can't in some there's some people out there you can't request things just mm. because like I'm a I'm a dude who just goes to the gym and lifts weights a big meathead. Yeah. Like, what would I know about medicine? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's built so much mistrust within the system, doesn't it? Yeah, I just and I haven't been back to visit that guy yet and I'm gonna make it make a a mental note to just like mention because it's on the database now. Mm. Just mention that those tests came back high and I asked for them specifically yeah. and I'd be like, well, lucky I went somewhere and, and they, um, they said that, um, well, they were happy to run the test. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So that went everywhere, but basically like, you know, um, not entirely sure about like the types, but you know, you still have to make sure that if you're getting these foods in your diet and stuff that yeah, sometimes an excess can't always, isn't always a good thing either. Yeah. Yeah, because you just kind of assume like even um, we used to talk about amino acid spiking with protein powers and stuff. It's just like, yeah. oh, we'll just throw some like glutamine and glycine and shit in there and drive up the protein percentage content even though because it's cheaper yeah. than having actual yeah, it was whey just protein. Like if they measured it, it came out the same. So they got away with it. Yeah. So they just yeah. stacked it with nitrates because he just works on the nitrate, the total nitrate content, not the composition of it. Yeah. Very cheeky. Have you read the supplement report yet? Nah. I, I, I'm not salty about it though. Like I'm not salty yeah. about 
I like supplements. I, I realized supplements didn't work like five years ago. You know, when we went to, you know, when we went to that fitness fucking thing, whatever, back a bit. whatever the, whatever the fitness expo was. Um, yeah. And we just walked around and went, this is shit. Yeah. That was the year that we realized that supplements were shit. Yeah. And it was like, once you, um, have once you see protein, the matrix, yeah, well, when, yeah, it's like <laughs> once you have whey protein and it's like, yeah, it's whey protein, like sweet, that's yeah. not a supplement anymore. Yeah. Um, then yeah, yeah. you stop taking it yeah, and start it, just having it, drinking yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. And, <laughs> and you don't, you don't want to go and pay extra money for like crushed up nodos with cordial. Mm. So, and you actually like coffee. So fuck it. Just have coffee. <laughs> um, or so monster. Yeah, yeah. You kind yeah. of just worked out that it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Testosterone boosters don't work. Yeah. It was around BCAs. the same, around the same time we discovered examine.com. Yeah, that's I it. These like, are a lot oh, of, like waste of money and there's yeah. no research on any of this shit. Um, yeah, so I posted obviously recently the first I posted if you're because there's obviously a petition going around to like reject the idea of what they're trying to do. So I was like, well, before I call these people out, I probably should go read it. So I did. I read it top to bottom. Um, so I have an informed opinion. Um, and basically, what it is is like there's a ton of supplements that fall under a certain category that basically don't get, they're not stringent in terms of their, um, how, how they're examined before they actually make it to the shelf and the time that they're able to go to the shelf. And I remember watching, um, you know, the guy that made bigger, faster, stronger. Yep. He did one on subs in the States and it was fucking scary, man. Like the laws in us are crazy. So he hired all these, um, like illegal immigrants to come and work in a garage and put corn flour in blue tablets, labeled them as test boosters and sold like 4,000 bottles before any FDA like looked at them. So like, he was like, you can basically sell shit for up to 18 months before you actually get it um, looked at. Well, wow. and then, so you make all your money and then you get reviewed and then you just change the brand and go again. Yeah. So you could literally be buying corn flour as your test booster. Crazy. Right. Wow. So in Australia, we have better regulations than that. So we have like a therapeutic class and then we have a medicine class. So particular claims like boosting your testosterone, it needs to be a medicine to do that. Like, as you just said, supplements don't work. So if something's going to actually physically boost your testosterone, particularly to like a super physiological level, that's a medicine. So it has to go through the stringent medicine kind of pathway before it lands on your shelf. So what it's basically going to do is why lots of people have heard about it is it's going to take a shitload of stuff off the shelf while they review it which is obviously yeah. going to hurt a lot of business and all that kind of stuff. And I get it. Even the products that are good still have to have their shit taken off the shelf. Reviewed sometimes stuff. reviewed. Yeah. It's, it's kind of one of those things, but for the greater good, like the claims that you'll be able to put on a bottle will have to change because it's certain claims that you put on there that will make it be classed a medicine versus not. Yeah. So a lot of the products that you walk into the shop and it says like, um, like hydrolyzed whey protein for ultimate mass gain. It's like, no, it's not what it fucking does. It's protein. 
<laughs> your body with protein. Yeah. So <laughs> you won't be able to do shit like that anymore. Um, which I think is a fucking great thing. hundred um, percent. I bought so much shit. I bought so much shit when I was younger, just for marketing. It's like bought yeah. a tablet, a packet of tablets. I'm like, fuck yeah. At the end of this, yeah. I like to do to the front on the, on the cover. Yeah. And it fucking didn't happen. Remember that, um, the Gentech, Gakic. that red shit. Was it Gakic? I, I bought know. that shit. I bought the fat money. burner one that they had. We used to use it when more boxing. Oh, Thermo Fuel. Yeah. That shit was horrid. Yeah, it, was <laughs> it tasted like medicine. That should have been yeah, in the medicine it class. Came in, um, it came in like a radiator fluid bottle. Yeah. It was just fucking cool. I'm sure it, it might've been thrown out now because Amy tends to do that shit, but I'm sure it was like still hanging around my house. Last yeah. time I moved, it's like yeah. seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's actually a really positive thing for the industry. I think like yeah. particularly, um, because we're old now, the younger generation <laughs> of people coming through to as much as they don't necessarily walk into a supplement shop, but shopping online and all that kind of stuff. And you've got claims like that and labels that read shit like that. Yep. They just won't be able to do it anymore. They'll get pulled off the shelf. Um, the only challenge there is that they are kind of posing that, oh, well, people will just buy it in from overseas, um, which might just mean customs kind of gets a little bit more stringent for a period of time. Um, so it might be like three to six months. I would, I'm just making this shit up, but it's like investigating the, the thing in my head. Like if you, if you were to, yeah, that, that would be really hard to it's just like, Oh, just for this three month period, can you guys just not bring this in? Yeah. No, to be more like, I would say they would be scanning more shit oh, and yeah. being more stringent and testing stuff a little bit more than what they normally would. Um, yeah. yeah whether they increase stuff or whatever, but Cause all it takes is like, if you were to buy something overseas and you spent 200 bucks and it didn't come, you're not doing it again. It's like, yeah. fuck that. So you only need enough people to get hit like that for it to kind of yeah. slow down and not be a trend. Yeah. Cause like the yeah, old mate in the gym tells other old mate in the gym, no, oh, fuck, I ordered that and it never came, bro. Don't do it. And it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it comes back to, so the reputable, reputable, that's not how you say the word, but we'll get there. Reputable. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the good brands, um, they will be fine. Yeah. If you're not making bullshit claims on your products, then you're going to be fine. You're still going to sit in within the realms, like bulk nutrients, for example. I know you use them. Mm. Um, all of their stuff kind of sits as like, it may at best is what they'll put on a product. Like it may do this. Yeah. So yeah, I think overall it's a, it's a big positive um, and then I was a little bit cheeky and I can't think of the guy's name. Um, sorry to the dude from JPS who spent hours and hours and hours Jackson, putting that's him. Pierce, yeah. yeah. Put together a critical review of the ATP supplements and the um, claims that they've made. So I just shared that article and was like, if you don't think that this is a good idea, you need to go read this as well. Cause it's yeah. like, that's the shit that people are getting away with. And lots of people were spending a whole lot of money. I had a client recently um, I think she dropped like 250 bucks yeah. on ATP products. I was just like, yeah, read this article. She was like, oh, they work for me, blah, blah. I'm like, that's cool. But I still want you to be informed. Cause like, I'm sure while you were doing that, you were probably also training really hard in your calorie deficit. Yeah. So was it the supplement them. or yeah. was it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so just, yeah, be, read this and be informed. I yeah. think was, was kind of the message. Um, I'm not here to shit on anyone take bread out of anyone's mouth but at the same time if 
Oh, if you're not if you're not providing a product where you, that you claim works the way it works and it doesn't, then yeah, I'm shitting on whoever the fuck is throwing that. Yeah, out. yeah, I agree. So yeah, pretty positive outcome there. I think. Um, yeah, on, in that space, one of the few. Um, yeah, I think the people that are salty are more. Um, there's like athletes that obviously get sponsored and their livelihood is dependent on these sponsorships and you know there's events that the supplement industry uh get heavily behind as well so mm. i think the concern comes primarily from what i've seen around the support that they're not going to get potentially yep but i guess as a consumer it's like you don't really want to be purchasing products that have false claims on them just because they haven't had the due diligence done before they hit the, sh- the shelf as well because that's yeah conniving it comes back to that greater good argument doesn't it i agree yeah i, like I it, totally agree it might be a step back for six six twelve even 24 months but like if if you're an athlete and you've chosen to align yourself with a a good company who doesn't make false claims then you're gonna be fine same with events and i get like you gotta get fed um just ask kai green about integrity in the fitness industry we'll come back to that um yeah, so I think there will be enough that survive yeah. that then, like imagine being a good company right now that doesn't make false claims. Oh, they're going to kill it. You're just like, fuck, like bring on the next six months because we're about to take over yeah. an extra 25% of market share. <laughs> it's like game over. Yep. Um, yeah, I, th- I feel like it'll all shake itself out. Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, the Kai, Kai Green story, you want to tell that one? Are we talking about like how he just flips his, his ebooks? It is? Yeah. Yeah. So the interesting thing about certain people in the industry and you can start to question their integrity is when they start to like change their message and they change their message based around what's popular with the idea of just making a buck. Mm. So if you went back, say, what was it like maybe five years ago? It was real like the carnivore diet, beef protein, all that stuff. Like all these diets just go and fucking a, a cycle don't they yeah so that was, that was my next topic for this podcast yeah cool well we'll go there and yeah. um so about five years ago he was selling a beef protein it's called beef collagen protein and it was called carnivore and he was on the front of like was a muscle meds um yeah you know selling this beef pro- protein product it was stupid expensive and hard to get yeah it and was I bought, I, yeah it actually was quite good wasn't it yeah. the chocolate one was unreal yeah. um so Fast forward, say what to now, isn't it? Yeah. And like this whole like vegan thing is, you know, everywhere. And who is promoting a vegan plant-based product? Ebook, sorry. It's an ebook, yeah? Yeah. Mr. Kai Green himself, (laughs) who's going to attest his 25 years plus of anabolic steroid use and his (laughs) high protein diet, which most likely had fucking all kinds of meat, you know, pretty much there would probably be a day where he would consume more animals than you could see in a fucking farm book. (laughs) And he's going to test. We're going to forget all of that. We're going to forget all of the years that put him into a position to get second Olympia, win the Arnold classic, win all these shows, be one of the jackedest humans I've ever seen and attested all to the plant-based ebook that you should buy because I have 1 million followers and you can, even if you bought it at $2 a fucking ebook, I would become rich. Yeah. That is a fucking piece of shit sellout. Yeah. And, yep. like, and the biggest reason why, like how you can really kind of tell if someone's a sellout or not is their fucking message 
change is like the wind. Mm-hmm. But what they're preaching is the next thing. You know, yeah. oh, I've got this secret and I've got this and you should get on this. Or, you know, it's just like whatever is the flavor of the month, like they're into it. Yeah. Like that's a fucking sellout, man. Yeah. That is someone who's riding the wave of hype for you to pour your dollars in, like your, your hard-earned dollars into their pockets. Yeah, 100%. And I have, that, I have the biggest gripe with people like that. So you need to finish the story with his ebook that he launched last week. Which one? No, the competition he ran last week. No, I missed that bit. He he launched a product that was a competition to win. I feel like it was like beef jerky or something. No. A lifetime supply of beef. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious, bro. No. I put it on my story. I don't think I have it saved though. I don't believe you. Do you want me to find it? No, is it? Or I, look, if it is the case, then like... <laughs> it happened, bro. It happened. Okay. Two weeks apart, man. Two weeks apart. Okay. So that's just... Like, is it just... Like people? <laughs> is it people don't care when you get to a level of like notoriety that you just do whatever the fuck you want? Like, is yeah, that... Yeah. Like, to be honest, I've never... I've never really been a fan of Kai. Everyone was kind of into his mindset message and stuff. And we've had conversations about this all the time. Just like, it just didn't feel real. Just something about it didn't feel, it just felt forced. Yeah. Um, it was like, I know you're an animal. Like you have to be an animal to look like that. You're not this like Zen dude that just listens to personal development tapes 24 hours a day. Like you're not, you, you didn't get the size you are, do the shit that you do. If you're that guy, sorry. Yeah. So I just never kind of resonated with it. Um, so like he, from what I understand, came from very, very little. Yep. Um, so yeah, maybe it's just like cash in while you can make your money. It's just business, that kind of attitude. Maybe he's the definition of the, of the hustle then, the word you hate the most. <laughs> maybe he just seizes opportunity and just gives no fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Cashing in on, you know? It is what it is. I know a lot like, of people we'll, like that though. We'll never go down that road, but no. yeah, it's, it is. Which is a is. hard thing to, sometimes a hard thing to stand by. Yeah. Like you, you have this message, you have morals, you want to ro- run your business with like integrity. And then there's fucking pieces of shit out there who just ride the wave of hype and suck people in just yeah. like as a way of making a dollar. And then you sit back and you're like, Dude's getting rich as fuck off something that's fake and that he doesn't actually believe in. But I'm just going to sit here and like grind away because like I want to go to sleep at night and knowing I'm not a piece of shit. Yeah. On my mattress. Yeah. Not my, and not like a big bet of money. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, I still sleep pretty well. So it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, we do okay now. So yeah. Like we're not doing terribly. <laughs> we're not turning over like $5 million a year or whatever no. like Bridges oh. was. Certainly not. Um, in her peak, what was it? I think her marketing budget oh, was no. two mil a year. Really? I yeah, know. right. Stuff like yeah. that hurts my feelings, so it's better yeah. off. The... So it's like, yeah, twelve hundred calorie diets with um, thousand calorie burns on a Saturday to earn your cheat meal. Spending two million dollars a year on marketing, so that's that's thirty thirty eight and a half thousand dollars a week. Well, just to put that into like, because people just hear a million, you're like, oh, that's yeah, a lot of money. Like, no, no, no that's that's almost forty thousand dollars a week. A week, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like just below the average income. A fortnight. Yeah. A week on. Yeah, I think the the median average, the median income in Australia at the moment is like eighty thousand dollars. So it's like, yeah, yeah isn't isn't low income fifty? Like something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so crazy, man. That's average so income, much. average person's income every fortnight on marketing. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's fucking spectacular. Yeah, yeah. Just got to get on TV, mate. That's where we're at. Yep. I was on TV get- for like thirty seconds on Biggest Loser. Oh, you were too. Yeah, yeah. Filmed like ten minutes of it, and then. I got filmed for like maybe 10 seconds, not even 30. I was like, oh, that's sweet. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I'm kind of glad actually, because it probably would have come back to haunt me somewhere. Yeah. The yeah. Shit we, yeah the shit You're we a sellout now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, that's, yeah. That was a very hard thing to do, but I was like, fuck it. If I don't do it, someone else is going to do it. So yeah, it was a good experience to get to see that side of well, the industry how too. Up the show is. Yeah. 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 Are you allowed fucking- to talk about it or no? I don't care. Fuck it. It's a fucking joke. <laughs> I'm sure I signed a document somewhere, but fuck it. <laughs> Our podcast is pretty big now, man. You gotta be careful. Yeah, I'm allowed, I'm allowed to say it was fucked. I didn't. I didn't disclose any information. Yeah, that's why I was curious if you're allowed to or not. Oh yeah. Oh well, it's it's, it's well known now that like the time frames for the weigh-ins aren't what they say they are. They're way longer. Like yeah. they absolutely starve themselves before. Yeah like Wayne and they had to give them rules and shit like no like they had to take all the garbage bags and shit out of the house and like because they were fucking like dehydrating themselves and shit it's a fucking joke that's crazy but it's man. not a it's not a surprise that it's not around anymore yeah yeah someone's gonna fucking die basically yeah. we just watch scripted reality tv instead now yeah oh, well, yeah. i don't watch that either but well, yeah i i mean we as a society I yeah. Don't. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. wait till two strangers marry each other. That'd be <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, let's not alienate half our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just switched off. <laughs> so we can talk about, it, about whatever we want. Fuck now. these guys. No one's yeah. listening, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. So I guess what I did want to um talk about we mentioned last week that this is the time of year obviously we do a lot of business review type stuff yeah um we kind of touched on letting coaches know that they probably should be doing that too um so announcing the new official stc fit vision um which i'm pretty excited about i quite like um i enjoy it i like our mission as well then yeah so up until well, I'll say what it is first. So to create 1 million positive outcomes for PT clients by 2030. So it's big. Um, million people's not a small number. Right. We're, um, fighter, we're fighter jets, not crop dusters, mate. That's right. So I'm pretty sure it's like 19,000 results a year. A year. Um, 19.8 thousand OV. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like that's, that's what we are aiming towards. Obviously that will be a um, increasing tide over time, but, what the main thing that we changed was we've always had the goal to reach a million people. Primarily it was around um, just reaching them with information. We've now decided that that isn't good enough um, because we've been saying a lot of cool stuff for a long period of time, but what we actually are about, and we've had this discussion before on the podcast about like, are we science-based? Are we this? Are we like, what what team are we on? Yeah. Put us in a team, so yeah. then we can like put it on Instagram that we're this yeah. people. We want to um, we want to make a hashtag. 
Yeah, which we've now done. So hashtag one uh, M outcomes by twenty thirty. You'll see that around now. So Jason, Ooh. start posting that, please. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm the social media fucking wizard now, mate. You so are. Did you see my new name? I haven't looked yet. Uh, you can look it up sure. and announce it to everyone. Should I look um, up? Do you want me to look at it now or? Yeah, do it. Okay. So, yeah, the main change was to focus on outcome. And I think where we've kind of grown in the last couple of years is to be outcome based. That it doesn't, it's not good enough to just say stuff. What we want to do is actually say things that give people a, the ability to go and create the outcome that they want. So if you ever come to any of our seminars, ever work with any of our coaches, um, our priority is if it's a seminar and you're a coach and you're coming to learn from us or the academy that's launching in January, our goal is to make sure that you, you as the coach get a very specific outcome and that allows your clients to get a very specific outcome. And then within our own trainers, um, we will be measuring our success by the amount of outcomes that we can create for individuals. Um, and that will probably tie into the podcast next year. Um, the last couple of episodes, we've just talked shit. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully we put out some content that creates some outcomes. Hey, we did the goal setting. We did the goal setting thing last week. So that was the outcome. Yeah. Based. yeah. I talk like Jocko for a bit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Come at me. Come on, bro. <laughs> um, so I know I asked Jason to look up mine cause I know it was way too fluffy for him and I wanted to see his face when he read it. It was not bad. It was all right. Um, it says BS-SC, facilitating potential. Mm. Oh. So I had a session with uh, like my coach recently, um, like my life coach, business coach, mentor person. Um, and we talked about just like as I'm getting older, my wires have kind of shifted around things that I do. So she kind of set me the task to go and figure out like why I'm in personal training and why I do this stuff and looking at what makes me happy. Um, like what, are, what are the moments in my day-to-day life year, etc. What are the moments that I'm most happy and like being at comps, seeing people do that stuff, getting check-ins that are like, you can just see like a mindset shift or, Um, something click with an individual, just fixing a lift and seeing it come back the next week, Um, seeing people get a result or post a testimonial, not because I get to share it on Instagram, but because it's like, fuck, I helped that person achieve something. Um, We obviously coach personal trainers and get the same kind of feeling from helping them be successful too. Um, We use the I'm not crying, you're crying line quite a bit. Um, when we do get positive feedback like that. So what I was like, okay, so it's, I've never, I've never sat there and it's, it's never been a goal of mine to be like, um, to take credit for any of that. It's only been able to, it's like, I have a skill set that I've developed over time to be able to facilitate other people to achieve their own potential. So that's why I went with it, Jason. I like it. There you go. I like it. And I don't have a deep, I had this conversation with someone and <laughs> this is my thing about why I came to my name. I just went, you know what? This is what I'm really good at. So I'm going to put that. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing, right? I just went about it a longer direction. <laughs> That's the difference between you and I. This is what show. we do. 
<laughs> My explanation was three minutes and yours was 30 seconds. If you didn't have me, there wouldn't be a podcast. That <laughs> <No. laughs> is very true. And it'd be a soundbite. <laughs> Here's what I think. See you later. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's true. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what else was I going to talk about? was more stuff the um the nutrition comes in circles diets yeah yeah so i was pondering this on the way home from the gym just before rushing home for the podcast um do you think and i'd be curious to for any of the ear people out there that like the clean eaters they all went and did the zone diet right back in the day yeah. So since about then I stopped paying attention to what other people do because it just was stupid. So the clean eaters then went zone diet because it was clean eating, but it had some parameters yeah, they, around it. They tracked their energy intake, just didn't track it. Yeah. And like dairy was evil and shit. Yeah. Um, so do you reckon they, I feel like that person watched game changes and bought it? Oh yeah. It's like, if it's like how many, you just write a list of fads and just be like, how many boxes do you tick? Yeah. And it's like, stop picking fucking teams and stop trying to revolutionize shit and just like understand. I don't know. Maybe we're, we're like uh, there, there is fucking science or some shit. I don't uh, know. They're a specific type of person. And that person is like, just aimlessly trying to get an outcome without any rationale so yeah. they they don't dive deep enough it, it's like the superficial layer mm. is as deep as they go yeah to understanding the ins and outs of said diet said whatever so it's just like okay so i like the look of this it's like the guy that kicks the tires in the car <laughs> that's as far as he goes with yeah. knowing how a car works yeah so he goes up kicks the tires and goes yeah she's good mate i'll give you five grand for it <laughs> So you, what we have though is a society of tie kickers or the equivalent of them in uh, adopting diet types Yeah, and they just bounce from one to another. And it's the same thing. It's that message again. It's like, what message are you sending if you bounce from one thing to another? Mm. As like, you are just taking the shortcuts. You're just not invested in understanding the process. Yeah, You're all about the outcome. You'll do anything to achieve the outcome. And we've proven time and time and time again. And there's even... A little bit of research now um, coming out where like they've just you know measured the success of diets. Yeah, not particular diet types at the moment because you know we our time they is limited. They change too quick. Well, yeah, that's it, and you know I guess it'd be a very hard thing to do. But by the time the study was published, vegan won't be cool anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that person watched another documentary and changed their diet type. Yeah, they're on carnivore now. <laughs> but they they've shown the diets um, highly unsuccessful. So we can see now that there's more to adopting or there's more to long-term weight loss success or diet success in that whatever you're trying to achieve out of that diet, whatever outcome you're trying to get. We can see now that it's not just about the parameters of the diet that are the be all and end all. Mm -hmm. And that someone should rationally be able to understand that there's no, like one diet doesn't mean that you can achieve everything from it. Well, I think that's, that's the challenge I want to throw at you is to, when you have a discussion with back in the day, it was clean eater, right? You try and tell a clean eater, 
um, to try flexible dieting. Yep. They'd be like, no, nah, that's fucking wrong. You'll get fat, insulin, fairy, yep. et cetera, right? Preservatives, bro. Yeah. So inflammation. So if you, there's an element of that where they attach, I don't know if I, I used to use the term identity. I don't know if identity is the right word for it, but they have picked a team. Yep. So you're, um, you've just jumped on the, I'm going to say you jumped on the bandwagon, but <laughs> so you've jumped on the new Orleans bandwagon um, at a very good time. Cause they're Go actually the fucking killing it. <laughs> Maybe so the weekend, but no. if you and I sit here and, and you think um, Drew Brees is the best quarterback in NFL. Yeah. And I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in NFL because he plays for green Bay. Yeah. It's like, it actually doesn't. I can sit here and pull out all the fucking stats and say, nah, bro, Aaron Rodgers is fucking better. You don't care because you're a Saints fan and Breeze is the man. Yeah. Um, and you'll pull at strings like, oh, but yeah, well, he's won more of this or like the LeBron versus Jordan arguments. Like, if yeah. you like LeBron, then you pick, you say he's the greatest ever. If you like Jordan better, you say he's the greatest ever. Yeah. And everyone just has the same bullshit arguments about the same shit all the time. Because they've picked their team. The same thing happens with diet. So what I'm curious about is what is it that makes someone jump from a team to then argue to their blue in the face? And then, because like how many people are still just like clean eating? It's a much smaller percentage than it was. So the people that were defending that now are probably on another team, I would assume. Um, I, th- I don't actually know. I don't think, see, I just feel like we're in this bubble, Ben, and your bubble's a little bit smaller. <laughs> I actually think there's lots of clean eaters out there. Because all I do is talk to the computer for yeah. five days a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah, you just talk to a screen and like you just try and tell that screen like whatever you think in your world. But like yeah. there's a lot of people that fucking clean eat, man. No, I'm not saying that there's, there's none. I think there's just less. You reckon? Like, I, I think reckon. there's a percentage of those clean eaters that are now vegans and there's a percentage of those clean eaters that are now zone diets or they're oh. fucking... Oh, so you're saying that they carnivore clean, clean or... eating has, has dissipated into sub-factions now. So it's yeah. like... A, so there's like cells they've separated into like, well, I'm going this way, man. I'm yeah, and like, like the vegan thing stands out to me. So or like keto, right? Yeah. Keto is like clean eaters dream. It's the yeah. same thing. But we get to put a new spin on it because ah fuck they came out and showed us all this science that was clean eating wasn't good oh but but keto is keto let's let's do that one because like someone said that it might help this so we'll go to that team so it's i i i think that it's the same the same mindset around nutrition and the same mindset around outcomes it's like it's uninformed that anything that's not natural is unhealthy for you yeah. that energy balance doesn't exist. The carbohydrates make you fat. Yeah. It's this uninformed messages, all these still uninformed messages about insulin and all of these things that formulate someone to look at a particular diet type and how it's, how it's made. Yeah. Right. And then they align themselves based off misinformed decisions yeah. that that is better. Like there's people it, out there. The, the challenge to that, sorry to interrupt. The challenge yeah, that I want to make to that is, when someone like that is presented, so let's say they've kind of done this surface level of investigation, right? 
Yeah. And they formulated, I'm going to be, let's, we've been throwing shade at vegans heaps, so let's go keto. So I'm going to be a keto diet person now. Sure. And I selected that diet. Yeah. Then we come in and say, cool. There's actually no research to say it's any better for body composition. This is kind of marginal. This is marginal. Really. It's not like, it's not magic. There's nothing kind of going on there. They will argue with you. So yeah. old mate that sent us the research yeah. from the, like the, after the <laughs> game changer stuff was like, Dude, these are seminars by a guy that sells yeah. fucking vegan books. Very, um, very biased and not substantiated. With yeah, it's like, what? but this is nothing. <laughs> so then we come back and say, well, this is the actual science. And he's like, oh, well, you're just trying to sell that because you have a company. It's like, well, no, because I'm trying to get 1 million outcomes by 2030, hashtag. Um, so <laughs> if it was the best fucking diet and I could find evidence on it, I would be giving it to all of my clients. Yeah. But it's not the best. It's just a way. So what is it that regardless of the evidence? So it's people not like it's, it's people not wanting to admit that what they're doing is wrong and what they've emotionally invested in is wrong. Like there's a lot yeah. of people out there that don't want to admit that they fucked up. Yeah. Like, you know, like I, who do I talk to? I talked to someone today about our earlier podcast and they were like, do you agree with like some of the stuff you used to say? And I'm like, no, no, I'm fucked up. Like, yeah. I'm like the people I hung around, the influences I had, you know, yeah. the discussions we had were, you know, based around some of those topics. And I'm like, it's not all, it's not all trash. So please go back and listen. If this is your first episode, just um, don't start there. Do the first yeah. work backwards, not upwards. Yeah. Um, but some of the, yeah, I was like, with well, some of the things like I've just owned that either the information come out afterwards saying that it was incorrect and we've moved on. Yeah. Um, but I fucking owned that. Yeah. You know, even some things that I've probably said in the past recently, I'm like, all right, fuck this up. Like, you yeah. know, people don't want to do that. People don't want to sit there and like, you know, we laugh about it all the time. Like when we did, um, you know, when we like argue black and blue with like someone about like how you had to separate carbs and fats and shit. Like we laugh about it now, but yeah. it's like, we fucking did it. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah. We've come full circle and we own the, the mistakes we've made and it's part of the journey that we have. And here we are, we can sit here and go, guys, it's okay to fuck up. Like, yeah, just own it and move on. But people can't do that, man. It's just like, it's this pride and you know, this, um, someone's it's like some people just invested themselves so emotionally and even like, you know, sometimes monetarily in yeah. stuff and they're just like, nah, like, you know, I've had friends invest in things that I'm like, dude, it's a fucking scam, bro. Like, yeah, I couldn't have done that. And they're just like, nah, 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 you guys fucking don't know what you're talking about. Right. And it's just like, okay, fine. And then what happens? It's like, it didn't work out, but it's like, yeah. once you go beyond that degree of emotional investment, I don't know if for most people there's any going back from that. Yeah. I just find it such an interesting part of the human, I guess, experience It's, it's like without getting too fucking deep on it. Yeah. It's just crazy. like if you, if you were a Carlton supporter in 2019 yeah, and you were like one eyed Carlton and you spoke to a Richmond supporter and you were like, Ah, Richmond shit, mate. Fucking Carlton. Yeah, Carlton, yeah. Carlton. It's like, bro, you won, f- what, four games for the whole year and Richmond won the premiership. Like, yes. Carlton is shit. Richmond is good. But there are certain individuals that will still swear black and blue that Carlton is a better team than Richmond. Yeah. It's just a weird... And we accept it with sport. It's okay to be one-eyed about a team. Yeah. But, or, a, like, I grew up with... um 
V8 supercars, for example. Yeah. And mate, if you want to see some tribalism, that's unlike just doesn't make any sense. Go and check out V8 supercar threads on yeah. Facebook. They are fucking hilarious. You think nutrition battles are funny? Like V8 supercar ones are better. <laughs> that is the most bogan statement I've ever heard. It's, yep. <laughs> and I'll earn it. And, and that's, it's one thing that like, I still really enjoy it as a sport. It's one thing that really like hurts my feelings. It's just like, that is a very uneducated comment. <laughs> <laughs> so basically in 90, 92, I think, um, V8 Supercar was created away from the Australian Touring Car Championship. So the Australian Touring Car Championship used to be like, you bring your Commodore and you drop it on the track and you race the Ford of the time. Yeah. Maybe you put a roll cage in it, some brakes and shit so you don't die. Sweet. Then they went, okay, we're going to create um, V8 Supercars now. So we're going to, everyone's going to have to follow these rules and then you can make them look like your brand. So over time, that's got more and more and more refined. And at the moment, like the Mustang's out. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, well, of course the Mustang's going to be better. It's a two-door. It's like, it's not a Mustang, dickhead. It, yeah. It's a V8 supercar that's designed yeah, got, to be yeah, literally the only, shape on top of it. the only the only parts that are um, from factory these days on a V8 supercar is the badge and the taillights. That's it. Everything else is like custom built, but they will get on the thread and argue black and blue that, Oh, well you can't even buy, you can't even buy a Holden V8 anymore. It's not a Holden V8. It's a V8 supercar. So yeah, like that, that whole thing, just you see it when it comes into nutrition, you see it when it comes into training styles, you see it when it comes into programming, like we have programming principles and we have programming methods. I'm never going to sit here and argue about a programming method with somebody else if it meets the principles. Yeah, so right. if you do your method, I'll do my method. They'll probably both end up Same. at a pretty good result if we both follow the overarching principles. Yeah, if the person can follow it. Yeah. So it's just a weird, a weird thing that we do as creatures. Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to probably get on top of that. No. 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 Design. Maybe maybe I'm just like a cynical shit person that doesn't like emotionally invest in like football teams and car brands and shit anymore. No, I think you can just uh, like I think you can just identify if something actually is not right, shit, your team sucks, whatever. <laughs> I think you can just own it and be yeah. like, yeah, no, nah, my team is shit. Yeah, and that diet That's- is shit. Maybe it's just because I've gone for North Melbourne for so long. I was just, yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But yeah. um, I think it's like, it comes down again to a probably deep seated in, down into like how people can carry themselves and just own that things aren't correct and whatever. Like, you know, and you could lead it all the way back to just, you know, that fixed and growth mindset. It's just like owning mistakes and, yeah, you know, being comfortable with that, and you know, like somewhere along the line, like shit like that, and how you perceive the world and how you perceive being right and wrong um, does have something to do with it. Because if you if it didn't, you would see rationale in it. And yeah, I'm not saying that people see rationale and still go in the bat, but like maybe they're so fucking blinded by their confirmation bias that they can't even see. It. It's like, man, just fucking think about what you're saying right yeah. now. Like, yeah, it doesn't actually make any fucking sense. But they yeah. can't see past the just you know that that's challenging their their beliefs and you know yeah. this particular diet for example and it's just like nah i'm not i'm out like, yeah this is uh, this is this is me yeah it's really it's really interesting 
interesting. There you go, guys. Yeah. That word again. Yeah. It's interesting. Brilliant. So we should um, probably review the lift off from the weekend. Yes. Talk about all our awesome clients that did Very, that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what do we have in the end? 10, 11 lifters? I think it was 11. Yeah. So with, I think the biggest one we've had was about 28. Um, yeah, which took like six hours. A week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so long. Yeah, because we weren't really efficient then either. But yeah, yeah it did take a long time. But it still took... Yeah, this one's yeah. great. It's a good amount of time. This one I was like you know, <laughs> eleven to fifteen lifters. Oh, I can't wait for APU for you, mate. You're gonna love it. We've well, got eighteen lifters alone. Yeah, but I don't have to do yeah. anything. I don't have to load the weights. I got shafted well, for true. deadlifts. Yeah, you are like no fucking deadlift jack or like that fucking that little hand little... handle. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. I said to Dylan, I'm like, let's just fucking lift the bar and slide them on. Yeah, it just sucked because like once the you should just why don't you just get micro plates and roll the twenty up. Uh, effort brute, brute force mate brute force wins all the way the the baddest the the hardest part was like the the second lifter jumped up like 80 kilos yeah so i was like fuck now we yeah. gotta take all this weight off like because yeah. you have to take like the 15 the two and a half the one yeah. two five and put a 20 on yeah and then put like three other 20s yeah or well, two other 20s yeah yeah so inconvenient yeah so you're right yeah yeah poor me guys yeah poor me feel bad for you <laughs> <laughs> so i think we had most of them were first timers um yeah at least ways. at least 50 percent yeah um yeah, if not more months. yeah we're first timers at the event so first time on any kind of powerlifting uh not not that it's powerlifting meet but any time of exposure to that format of a day yeah. Um, so that was really cool to see. And the, the reason it was such a small event is we've actually, with our powerlifting team, I think we've got 19 potential lifters at the moment for Feb, which yeah. is fucking huge. Um, given we had four yeah. last year. So that's really cool. So yeah, the meet was a little bit smaller, but um, the quality of the lifting was quite good over the day. Um, on average, the looking at the sheet, the green to red light ratio um, for that type of meet was was very good. Um, really happy with that. Yeah, a lot of green lights. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. A lot of nine from nines and eight from nines. That's pretty strict too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As you always are, as we expect. Yeah. From I feel you. like I feel like hanging around GPC meets. My standards are, you know, the depth. Careful. Of the Careful. Yeah. Well, you know, so I've seen Throw some. Shade. I've seen the three white lights of some GPC meets. I'm like, what? <laughs> really okay yeah cool so yeah. hip has to be just at alignment of the knee cool yeah definitely not the rules is for apu yeah yeah you gotta bury that shit yeah uh which most of our guys do anyway this is the yeah it's like that there's a gpc white light i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think yeah i don't know there is definitely a restriction of depth given you've got wraps on yeah of course yeah. um i get it I'm just like, so shit on you so yeah, it's fine. My squats are always deep. So, yeah, I got, uh, would I get nine white lights for my squats? So, yeah, I'll take it. Um, never in doubt, mate. Never in doubt. So, well, that's a goal. We had two more people get invited to the powerlifting team um, mm -hmm. who weren't, who hadn't kind of put up numbers yet. So, Mel and um, Katrina yep. got invited. So, that was cool. Mm. Um, and yeah, another solid day. Shout out to, Body Revival, we got to use their CrossFit gym, which was mm. actually not a bad little setup. Yeah, I like um, 
literally a box it was square <laughs> compared to the other facility it was like a, a bit of a weird hexagon shape which i think they've just moved so exciting for them um and then we got Laurie d's and that was the highlight of everyone's day Laurie d's is an amazing burger place if you're in melbourne head out to epping um, it's very good maybe we'll get 10 percent off next time we go are give them a shout out time? are we gonna go next time maybe? well hopefully we won't so yeah. Yeah, that's that's another story. Yeah, let's I'm really it. excited to do. A, so you want to open a gym episode? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and break some hearts. Yeah, and make dad listen to it. Remember that time you said it'll take six weeks? <laughs> oh my god! What are we? Month seven? Nah, uh, not yet. Six. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Wait Getting up there. Anyway, it's so the, my feelings. So the gym is still in progress, guys. It's still yeah. still coming. It's very, very slowly for Jason. Yeah, excited I am. Yeah. <laughs> Not excited I bought myself a power bar for the gym I work at now. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I'm so like, I'm with so much FOMO that I can't come to that session. Yeah, that was um, actually pretty good. Yeah. I had to go out to Gisborne this morning and I was like, I had to be there at eight. So I left home at like 20 past. Yeah. I was like, I could get there by 7.45 if I got up this early. But getting up that early and training someone versus getting up that early and training, very different things. Yeah. Yeah. It's much easier to tell people what to do at that time of the morning. Yeah. I mean, I, I train sometimes at that time too. So I do not. Yeah. I'm used to it. It's not enough meals for me. I'm just used to like training whenever. Like I just. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if yeah. I've got a really hard session, I'll like make sure that like, you know, it's fucking the moon is in a certain position. <laughs> but it's like, other than that, if it's just a normal session, I'm like, basically as long as i don't have to like heavy hack squat or heavy squat it's yeah. like i'll just do it whatever yeah yeah but yeah if it's like yeah it has to be if it's a heavy squat session um i'm like nah fuck this it's happening on a friday afternoon <laughs> yeah yeah so i can go to sleep yeah so i can spend time warming up train and then go to bed yeah 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 i think um one thing that my last prep gave me was an ability to train at any time of day and any gym anywhere and just mm. not care. <laughs> yeah. Suck whatever. I'm here to do my thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, my cutoff is still because I typically allow to have this client in Gisborne. It never starts before 11 because I'm definitely not training before I go see him. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Train if you don't have to, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like a waste of time. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the gym. So I just work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of works for me. Yeah. Well, hopefully, there's there's whispers. Mm. I might be back in a gym come January. Ooh. So just dangle that carrot. Ooh, Anyone in the nice. northern suburbs of Melbourne that likes the things that I say on the podcast and wants to come and hang out. Um, yeah, or I'll just come out to Point Cook and use the bar, but they won't let me coach people. No. I don't Except want to pay money. I'll have to coach you. Yeah. Yeah. No, go back to those days. <laughs> <laughs> my only me- my only memory of those days is just vomit. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm pretty sure I was just one of those people just trained people that hard that they fucking spewed anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. Those heavy days are done. Heavy squats, followed by heavy deadlifts, followed by weight vest lunges, followed by projectile vomit, followed by <laughs> leg extensions. <laughs> hey, at least you projectile vomited and still finished your session. Right? So props yeah. to you. I was pretty tough. Yeah. <laughs> not tough enough to not vomit but I wanted it really badly <laughs> yeah. yeah i did really want to be big yeah. <laughs> he showed you commitment i'm still waiting it'll happen one day yeah. okay. blame your old man for that <laughs> yeah true yeah 
Yeah, hundred percent. Hopefully, like my kids have better, a better hope. Yeah. Um, so this was the, actually the thing that I keep forgetting to bring up because this is an interesting discussion. Right at the tail end of the podcast, will probably be the highlight. Is I was having a discussion with Amy Louise. Um, and just to clarify, when I I'm going to start using those terminologies now. So Amy Louise is our Amy from STC Fit that you see on the Instawebs. And then if I just say Amy, it's my partner because sure. they're, they're two different people. <laughs> so I'm sure people are confused. So having a chat with Amy Louise about um, something that I find interesting, I'm going to take another pot shot at our English reverse hat wearing friend. Um, is that this notion that like a video came out recently around like, have we fucked the fitness industry? And it's, I kind of understood the point and where it was trying to go, but I think something that we have a total disconnect in our industry and we have always, as far as I'm aware. And if you want to blame anyone, you could probably blame Arnold um, is bodybuilding to a level where it becomes a sport um, where you draw the line of what the sport is, is kind of complicated. Same thing with powerlifting is not the same thing as going to the gym to, for health reasons. So what I find really interesting is people will be like, Oh, if you, um, if you're a female and you get really lean, there's health complications or there's risks of this and there's risk of that. Um, all of the risks that are present from a bodybuilding show are also present in running a marathon. But nobody talks about that. Um, from powerlifting, like, oh, it's a lot of weight. Like you're going to hurt your back or hurt your knee or whatever. It's like, okay, cool. How many of your friends play football or basketball or netball? It's like it's a higher higher case injury sport than powerlifting. So just because it has a higher risk than going to the gym and using machines and get fit tone up doesn't mean that it's necessarily high risk. If you put it in the category that it belongs, which is a sport. And when you participate in a sport, your standards are risen. So we made the comment on the podcast recently, like me saying like, Oh, I'm going to get fat. It's like, that's fat for me in the realm of being a competitive athlete with a very clear outcome, not fat in a necessarily like a society yeah. go into your GP and he's going to say, you need to lose weight because you're at like, you have risk of heart disease type of shit. Um, although I'll probably be heavy enough that I do. <laughs> yeah. <Most definitely>. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I'm curious as to your thoughts around those types of discussions and are you, are they in my bubble or are they also exist in yours? So it's a discussion that um, if you take your, if you take your hobby more seriously and treat it like a sport, that that's a problem. Is that? Yeah. I, th I, th I think that there's a lack of, a lack of conscious thought to distinguish the two to be separate. Yeah. So, so people think people are just saying that they're the same and they're not. Yeah. If you, the fitness industry, right. That's, that's the blanket that we all get put under. Yeah. Right. From like powerlifting, bodybuilding, right through to like Janet, who goes to fucking cycle class once a week. 
Yeah. It's all considered to be this one thing inside the fitness industry. So you come out and you say, oh, we fucked fitness. It's like, well, is powerlifting the same as going to a cycle class? Like yeah. the, the expectations of someone who wants to be competitive in a sport of powerlifting versus someone who just wants to sweat because it's good for them. It's not a diff, not the same thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't really think that we not anyone's fucked anything. I just like, I think people that like say shit like that are trying to draw attention to themselves more than anything else. Like I hear it from other people too. It's like, Oh, this is fucking wrong. So you go to any industry, there's practitioners that are shit and there's practitioners that are great. And then, you know, people are saying this industry's fucked and this industry's not regulated and whatever. I just think like, if you've got a problem with the industry itself, then like, you're just trying to bring highlight to like, you know, you're like what you're doing. It's like, yeah, it's fucked, but look at me, look what I'm doing. Yeah. I just think that like, yeah, if anything, like place the industry, like these people that are highlighting how bad things are, it's just like, how about, you know, instead of doing that, just like focus on what you need to do, focus on your message and focus on like, you know, if it is so bad, just, you know, fixing it and not highlighting how bad it is. Like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see people in those circles anymore. Cause I'm just like, it's not, it's not that bad. Like, it's just yeah. that like, if there's people doing better than you, it's like, yo, let's pick shit out of what they're doing. Cause that's mm. shit. Like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't, I, I just think that there's problems everywhere. And then once we, once we look at, and the other thing to think about is like, once someone t- takes something to a level, that's like not a lot of people are going to go to, that's a fucking problem. Yeah. And that's, that's what, that's where the conversation stemmed from with Amy and I was Amy Louise and I was like talking about the health implications of doing a bodybuilding prep. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so you need to, she goes, what do, what do you think? And I said, well, I think any, whether it's getting really lean for a photo shoot or competing in bodybuilding or doing a powerlifting novice meet prop can like sanction meet going down those two roads that we kind of do frequently enough. You need to kind of at some point draw a line in the sand. Like it's a sliding continuum, but at some point you need to draw a line in the sand and say, okay, this is not necessarily about, health and fitness anymore and almost you exist outside of that now this is a pursuit of a sporting outcome and i like always have the discussion when people say like oh bodybuilding fucks you up it, it messes with your head it builds like um poor habits with like your body with your nutrition with all of this stuff i'm like yeah it does but not for everybody. Yeah. And I, you're always my go-to example for that. Cause like I, when I was doing bodybuilding, yeah, I had totally distorted views of what my physique looked like. And I would get up in the morning and look and see, am I bigger? Am I leaner every fucking day? And it ruled like my whole life. Now in powerlifting, it's like when I get to the gym, I'm obsessed with getting better and I still do all the things behind the scenes, but it's like, that was a better mental space for me to be in. Yeah. But I can watch you go through a cutting phase and just be like, yeah, I'm fucking eating chicken and rice. It's time to get lean. Yeah. This is what I do for a sport. And there's, there's very little, there's very little um, association with your self-worth or anything like that based on whether you have abs or not. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I'm fat at the moment and that's not <laughs> what I'm trying to do, but or yeah, I'm pretty lean at the moment. And I, or like at least a couple of weeks after you're like, fuck, I was pretty lean that back then before I stopped dieting. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, the problem lies in when people start to do 
things and exceed levels that others aren't willing to go to. Yeah. And even if someone's sending a message saying, Oh, well, that's bad. It's like, like most of the people that are saying shit like that is like, they haven't been there themselves. Yeah. And if they they have, and they've had a bad experience, that's what I was just about to say. Or if they have, they haven't seen the right people and done it the right way. Or let's be, let's be real. Sometimes there's certain things that just aren't for certain fucking people. It's like alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. I know people who drink alcohol and they are fucking idiots. Like, absolutely they're just allergic to it like you can't stand them they're good people as soon as they have a drop of alcohol it's like oh, i want to knock you the fuck out like, <laughs> i can't handle you anymore like we're not friends until you're sober you know what i mean yeah so and there's certain Back practices <laughs> certain practices sorry um certain um certain you know sports whatever diets etc that just don't sit well with people yeah and then they're going to go and say, oh, well, you know, this is what happened to me. And I'm going to send this message now that like, this isn't for everyone. You should love your body and be fat and rah, rah, rah. And that fucking pisses me off too, because there's probably a lot of people out there that have potential who wanted to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. And then just like got around people that, you know, I guess like just cut their, their stem yeah. and they're done. Yeah. And if, if you separate that from, health and because it's in a health and fitness banner because we've been like throwing this blanket over everybody when you're inside that like if you watch a um preseason football comes up on the the news and like there's a player who's just done their five kilometer time trial and they're hucking their guts up over the fence like oh yeah the boys are working hard it's like you do the same thing in this realm it's like you put your body through some shit that's very uncomfortable and probably not actually very good for you. And that's kind of dumb what they're doing by pushing themselves to that level. But there's probably a lot of psychological benefits to know that you can go to that far. We won't go into that. So, but if you apply that type of mindset to a goal that kind of looks from the outside, like you're going to the gym, like Susie does, that's bad. I find that really interesting. But it's just a total misunderstanding of what we do. Like I said to yeah. one of my clients, like um, went on like a retreat and learned like, um, it's like a Reiki master kind of thing and did some meditation and shit. Yeah. And then they were like, you know, like she's got adrenal fatigue, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, let's not go there. It's going to set me off. Um, so, and then she was like, they're like, oh, maybe you should like do some more yoga and like, you know, get yourself like relax your adrenals and, you know, make sure you're not burning cortisol all the time. And I'm like, all right, whatever, this is too much for me. And um, so then they said, well, what else do you do during the week? And they're like, I go to the gym. And they're like, oh, I don't think that that's good for what you, what you should do. And I was like, have you ever fucking thought about being weak? Yeah. Like, fucking bad, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm like, what do you think we do? Like I said, and I said to this particular individual, I said, People's perceptions of what we do in the gym are not what we do in the gym. Yeah. We're not, we're not throwing weights above our heads. We're not, you know, it's not Ronnie Coleman saying lightweight and he's like front squatting fucking a thousand pounds. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Like there's actually people out there that just want to move well. They just want to be strong. They want fortified bones. They want good muscles, muscle tone. Yeah. Happy days. Um, and then there's people out there that go, cool. So I'm going to take that to the next level. Yeah. And that's totally fine as well. And I just think that it people's people's misrepresentation or people's misunderstanding, sorry, 
of what we do in the gym is the biggest thing. And then there's that whole, like, there's just fear behind strength and muscularity. Yep. So if someone's muscular, there's this innate fear already. Yeah. That's why people don't like people being big and strong and they have this fear around, you know, performance enhancement, all of this stuff. If you actually look at it, we just fear people that are big and that are strong and that there's, it's just bred across society and it's probably way deeper than I can fucking digest, but you can just see it. Yeah. That's really interesting because if you aren't a big and strong person, like, like I don't look at people and go, fuck, like, you know, I'm just going to like watch out for this dude, but I get it all the time. They're yeah. just like, Oh, excuse me. Um, you know, oh, you know, and I'm just like, Oh, what do you need? Like, you know, yeah. and it's just like, they're just afraid of you already. Yeah. And it's like, there's something to that. Yeah. And then it's like, take it to the flip side. And it's like, Oh wait, they're going to do something that I'm not willing to do and put this much effort into it. And that, Oh no, that's unhealthy. Yeah. So it, it, bring it back to the weights thing, man. Yeah. Lifting weights is bad for you. <laughs> is it we'll try and be weak and fucking brittle and let's yeah. see how that goes for you as well but it's the power it's the strength it's the yeah. muscle it's the it's all of that stuff that goes with it that people are afraid of so it's like no 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 it's bad for you man Interesting. let's not go there like your knees it'll hurt your knees and stuff yeah so i think that there's a lot like that's a really big can man there's probably a couple of cans in one you know like it's a couple yeah. of things that is the problem it's not one thing yeah Huh. Yeah, it's a really interesting angle. I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, I've always th- I've always considered it like that. I guess like when we went to uni, it was like we had to write. Um, it was like a I thought like a journal article. I had to do this like philosophy in sport. It was really fucked up. Like it's basically like whoever made the topic like just went on acid and wrote the criteria. Like he just wrote, <laughs> he just wrote the curriculum. Like oh, I'm going to take a trip. I'm going to put myself in a room and write the curriculum because some of the shit was fucked up. But what we had to do is actually talk about. Um, we have to talk about performance enhancement and how like there's actually actual performance enhancement in day-to-day life. That's not PED and that, you know, opportunities to good education opportunities to good equipment opportunities yeah. to things like altitude chambers and food yeah. and all this stuff. And it's like, well, so that's okay to have someone have an unfair advantage there, Yeah, but it's not okay for this person to go and take, you know, drugs, yeah. whatever, whatever yeah. it is. And in this particular topic, then we started to digest like, you know, muscular masculinity, strength, power, all of these things and how we actually fear them things. Like yep. it's not, they're very powerful words to us. So yep. when we say them, it actually like, it will excite some people, but it will yep. scare the shit out of others. That's yeah. Yeah. And I guess like ever since then, I've just been like, well, yeah, you can kind of see it sometimes like with people, it's yeah. like you can kind of be a totally, you can kind of behave in a totally normal way. Like sometimes I'll be around certain people. It's just like, I can't help the way I behave. I just scare the fucking shit out of them. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I'm nice. It doesn't matter if I'm not. It doesn't matter if I talk to them. It doesn't matter if I laugh and smile. Yeah. I just scare the absolute crap out of them. Yeah. And it's just like, and you can only bring it down to like just the way you look and how you carry yourself. Yeah. It's interesting. And maybe what you do as well. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's a bodybuilder. He's, he's, he's always angry. You know, just <laughs> as an example. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so yeah it maybe there's something there i don't know maybe we just talk shit for the last 15 minutes and here we are so oh, it's it was a cool little roller coaster i enjoyed it yeah um i think it's been an evolutionary thing for me starting so small to see the shift particularly over the last couple of years put on a substantial amount of weight to see 
behavior in strangers change. Yeah. Um, even moving into a different area, like the guy with tattoos and a basketball top, who's large-ish walking his blue healer. It's like, yeah, let's, I'm going to walk on the sidewalk because that dude's a little bit scary. Whereas like f- five years ago, fucking no one would move for me. Adam from the West. Yeah. yeah. We, don't, we don't cross the roads. Yeah. And, we, just and walk, we just walk head on with people. And that's <laughs> it. Being, being in this, I'm in a reasonably affluent suburb too. So it's kind of, I, I, I'm not aware of whether it's location based or just that I'm bigger um, yeah, or that I look like a rough shepherd and kid in a suburb you shouldn't be in. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just reckon that like if I was 60 kilos or 65 kilos, like I should be, because if you look at my mum, she's yeah. 50 kilos ringing wet. And my yeah. dad's best part of like 65. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you probably wouldn't get that whole like, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, dance around you and like you know they kind of go, oh, you're so nice when I actually talk to you. It's like, what do you what do you fucking mean? What yeah, do you look like. <laughs> I actually have found the opposite to be true a little bit as well. Like more, way more people like will shape up to you if you smoke. So, no, now. Oh yeah, oh, it's, like, I, it's like they're just like, well, I'm, I'm I'm fucking I'm a bit bigger than you, mate. So I don't fucking care, bro. Depends or like you go to. This is like in the shopping malls, man. Like people oh. that would have used to have met you halfway. Like, you know, when you do the walk and you both turn half your body, it's like, oh, if we both turn, we'll be able to walk past each other and that will be fine. If you be a dick and stay square, I'm going to crash into you. Yeah, well. Because like I'm a larger yeah, person people, now. Yeah. Oh, so wow. yeah, I definitely have seen that a lot more. And that's something that like people that would have usually moved out of the way don't anymore. Maybe that's like the, now we're talking about like the, the minority like the big men and they're just trying to assert themselves <laughs> yeah it's like uh, this is like cool, a, man now, like, we're talking, now it's like a david attenborough episode but we're talking <laughs> about like big big men yeah it's like <laughs> i i compete in the gpc bro i'm not large i don't think i'm large if you come to the gpc mate you're not large like let's not have this dance in the middle of the oh, fucking no. shopping mall I, you're not impressing anybody it's a very strange strange thing who knows man yeah, we talked a lot about human behavior today. You're you you're. I feel like you need to get into the gym at least one or two days a week. <laughs> what are you saying, Jason? Being in that house make you a little bit cray cray, bro. <laughs> Online PT slash okay. philosopher slash salty person on social media. Like, yeah, I was talking about talking to Amy about that today. How like my social media in the last particularly four weeks has just gradually got more aggressive. Yeah. Um, and I, just, I, can't, I can't tell you why. Just go to a gym. Just go to a gym that has like people that have no idea what they're doing. It's very good. It's very refreshing. Yeah. And uh, the other thing is, I like, I went and trained today and there was literally no one in the gym. Yeah. Like, okay. not one yeah. person. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's all distorted the world I live in. Yeah. Cause like, when you say some of these things, I'm like, nah, man, this happens. Like, I had the broest conversation with someone at the gym on Monday. I told you. Yeah. 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 It was, and I was like, oh, Thank you, man. Thank you for like bringing me back down. Like, to, uh, <laughs> this to, is real. Yeah. yeah. It's like this, you are a real person. You are yeah. not a figurative like person of my imagination that I just tell society that that is the reason why we need to send the message. You actually are it. Yeah. You exist. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have, yeah. A, I have a hookup for next year. So it's sounding promising. At awesome. this stage. Very good. I just powerlifters though. So it'll probably be like the same. That's okay. Yeah. I'll I think- keep you back. I'll, think, I'll be in the trenches, man, in the front line, like yeah. working with these people. Oh, they just follow me in the gym now. It's ridiculous. You know, you said no one, I feel like you cursed me when you said no one talks to you in the gym. And I said, 
oh, people talk to me all the time. Like, I legit get like two or three people a session now. No shit. Yeah, bro. It's it's unreal. Where I train, everyone has like they have three or four coaches there, and everyone kind of gets coaching. Yeah. So I feel like, and like I'm the bro, like I'm the bro in that gym because I'm like the powerlifter. Yeah. Um, Let's look Aaron there on the weekends. Pretty funny. (laughs) Actually, yeah, it's funny we have that conversation we spoke about before. One of the guys that come up to me on Monday, he was like, "Oh, you're the first person that I've spoken to who's actually spoken back to me and not told me to fuck off." And I was like, really? I'm like, all you asked wow. me, all you asked me about was cardio, man. I was like, wow, just shows the caliber of people that are going there anyway. Yeah. Or maybe that's why people fear big dudes because they are actually assholes most of the time. Yeah. Sometimes they are. Like I've had a couple of, like, I remember I had, um, I didn't hear what this guy said when I asked him if he was using the leg, the leg curl. Yeah. And then I said, oh, what'd you say, mate? And he just kind of snapped at me. I was like, dude, you, know, like, uh, you can't talk to me like that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no need to be a dickhead. I'm like, you, <laughs> yeah. you can't talk to people that way. And I'm yeah. like, I just didn't hear what you said. Yeah. And then he was just like, oh, okay. Now I feel like a dick. Like, <laughs> but imagine like someone else, like probably would have been like super scared and just walked away. It's like, yeah, no, don't let's not do this. It's yeah. Like, it's a gym. It's not your leg curl. Yeah. And that's it. It's, it's, we've been in that environment for so long. It's like, this is, this is home. Yeah. 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 So the moral of the story for those people working out is don't act like a dickhead. Yeah. Like and ex- be be accepting of people who are willing to pursue what is actually a sporting endeavor and it's not the same thing as somebody going to do classes two three times a week yeah. like it's not it's not the same um once you start what's oh, i was trying to think of broderick's quote um the health performance doesn't Good health doesn't mean high performance, but high performance does require good health. Yeah. So you can be healthy without focusing on performance, but once you start to perform at a really high level, like a baseline of health is kept, but there's trade-offs. Yeah. And being aware of them is what's important. I agree. But right, what is health anyway? Oh, dear, let's go. No, that's oh, right. dude, nah, don't we're, go there. No, nah, we're talking about that at some point, man, because it's like a fucking skewed thing. Yeah, um, like, anyway. It'll make me too angry. No, I need to go anyway. I've got um, dinner plans. So I need to beautify myself before. <laughs> All right. So at SCC Fit Learning to learn stuff yep. um, for positive outcomes. Yeah. Um, hashtag 1 million outcomes by 2030 is the new tagline. So at STC Fit as well, um, if you're looking more so if you are a client. Um, if you're a coach, something like that, STC Fit Learning would be for you. STC Fit for online coaching, Ben. Yes, online coaching. And Jason Galea underscore PC. Um, if you want to follow Jason and at Ben Scott SC, if you want to follow myself. Give us a follow. We've only got one more episode until more. we take two to three weeks off for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'd be nice. Then yeah. we have to look at your face for... Yeah. Oh, you miss it. You you can tell these guys what you like, mate. Yeah. If yeah. if you have a week off, whoever we'll like, you the Christmas it's, it's party as well. Pretty highly likely that we'll be training together at some point. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not in the gym, 100%. I need to come and train at this gym of yours. See if people talk to me. Yeah. Hopefully they do. So find out. Yeah. So find I'm out. Gonna send them, I'm going to send them to you so you can have all these conversations because you're way funnier. Because I'm going to I just let them go. I'm going to find out if I have resting bitch face. Yeah. That's why people don't talk to me or I'm just in the wrong <laughs> facilities. 
Yeah, it'll be funny. <laughs> um, yeah, our Christmas party is on Saturday night, so we'll have yeah. a full review of Best on Grounds. We'll throw everyone under the bus who's for planning that. for a big I'm evening. going for that title. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm kidding. Your yeah. birthday took it out of me. Yeah, I'm, I'm like everyone in the group's like, yeah, we're going to turn up, turn up. I was like, oh, I'm still hurting from last time. Yeah, no, I'm done. <laughs> I'm old. I've got deadlifts in my program. It's over. <laughs> yeah, I like it. All right, well, see you guys. Thanks, see you guys. next week. See ya.